Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Swords and Misery. In tonight's episode, the party regroups after Athdar's stunning and unexpected death. They deal with the fallout of murdering in cold blood a small woodland creature, and we all get to find out if the zombie brothel was real all along, or just clickbait. All this and more in tonight's episode. Alright, you know what? Screw it, I'm going first. Hi, I'm Puddles and I play Jerry and I'm angry because Sizzle told a stupid riddle that took four fucking ever to figure out. Next person. There. He also is a dwarf and he crushes. That's all his support about him. I'm Bear. I'm not as angry as Puddles is. I'm so angry! Sorry, go on. I just didn't pay attention to the riddle because I didn't feel like it was worth my time. <laughs> and that way I saved myself anguish. Just ignore things that you don't like. True. It's true. Um, my name is Sizzle. I play Cal the Callus. He I'm is Sizzle, a human figter. Fighter. Human fighter. And I curse puddles with the riddle that you guys will never hear. I'm Cap. I play Bornor. The, uh... Yeah, I play Bornor. If you don't know by now, you haven't been watching. <laughs> None of us have been watching, to be honest. No, there's a couple people. No, they haven't been watching. They watch. Okay. So anyway, if people are gonna back off being angry. Um, yeah, you guys got you guys got tricked by a little kid. Went down this alleyway. He brought his buddies. You guys are like, you and what army, kid? And then they're like, this army. And then they they got it after. And then Jerry was like rolling around in his innards. Um, and then at the end, this magical thing happened, right? This 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 bird, this raven comes down and uh, drops off a little mouse. <laughs> Mouse comes crawling over. There was a little light of uh, hope and cuteness in the in the blight. Right, the blight for just a moment had a ray of sunshine. Before it was violently snuffed out. It landed on Cecil's shoulder, and then Callus, confused and angry by this, took his shovel and smacked it. Wait, by the way, when you say smacked, if it's on Cecil's shoulder, did you just smack it right into Cecil's head? Like I'm imagining a horizontal swing, like right into his head. I don't think that happened. Was it his left Shame. left shoulder or right shoulder? But what was the mouse's name so we can commemorate him forever? You guys didn't get it. You didn't give us. Why are you giving you the name? You killed him. Yeah, so his body went flying like through the air and then it cracked into the wall and you guys could hear these tiny bones breaking. Yeah, huh? Um, and then uh, what I remember, Callan like stripped Athar naked and started shaking him upside down. <laughs> trying to fight. What? <laughs> I remember that this did too. happen. Cap can confirm that happened. <laughs> you were trying to find his Dinklage. <laughs> what game Definitely is this? Happened. What game are we playing? Yours. <laughs> <laughs> Storm King's Thunder. Don't Our in jokes transcend podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, okay. So then, uh, yeah. I'll show you a dinklage. So you guys are carrying uh, naked Athar. Um, and Jerry looks up and sees this black bird. And Cecil's all mad at the black bird because he doesn't talk. And then Jerry's like, hi. And it's like, yeah, I can talk to you. What up? I was angry because it uh, wouldn't talk to me. <laughs> I'm clearly more magical than Jerry. Come on. Well, you know, it. You also participated in the mouse murder. All right. I also. It also could have misconstrued that I was offering it its dead friend to eat. <laughs> right? Listening back, I realized that. Uh, I was going to name the mouse Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky 2.0. 
What an auspicious Were you really? name. No, no, no. Okay. I had, I had a good name. You guys aren't going to know that you killed them. <laughs> Alright, so, so, so here we are. We've got this bird talking to Jerry. You guys, what, what's the plan for Athar? What do you want to do with him? I think we were going to drag him Jerry back. doesn't believe Athar ever existed. I thought we were going to drag him back to the right. inn. Someone wanted to make sure that he was returned to Wiccan and properly buried, even if it was just his ashes, I believe. That's going to throw him in the river. But yeah, Bo- Boronor insisted, actually, that we only return a piece of him and throw the rest That's of him fair, in the yeah. river to be dissolved. Like, what, his left hand? <laughs> you, you send back his fourth finger from the left on his right hand with a note that says, This is all the remains of Boronor's reasoning was that um, no corpse in no corpse in the blight stays buried for very long. So if you yep. uh, don't if you don't want him to suffer that kind of fate, then destroy his body and just keep a small portion to bury in Wiccan. So just throw him in the lime, and then the caustic water will eat away. I I don't think Callum would be up for any of those ideas. He would be pretty protective over Athar's corpse. Athar's not mm. an official citizen, and he probably can't afford the state debt tithe. Real thing. Athar clearly <laughs> never existed, and that's a sack of potatoes, believes Jerry. Athar is going to end up a zombie prostitute if we don't destroy his body. Oh my god, That's what's yes. going to happen. <gasps> Holy and shit, And Boronor yes. knows it, and everyone else knows it. I think Boronor is the only one who cares enough to explain that to Kellen. This thought literally <laughs> right. never crossed my mind, but I'm definitely rooting for that possibility right now. If Ka- Kellen Callan wants to carry him like a sack of potatoes, that is... Kellen's definitely fun. carrying him. Um, fire, cool. fireman style. Alright, let's go. Uh, what about the bird, though? I'm sure you guys would like to converse with the bird. Callan's fairy. Oh, good point. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I was curious about curious about Athar. We're taking Athar with us. Callan's gonna say, uh, we'll leave his body at the inn until we find out what happened to his family. Yeah, okay, we can drop off that sack of potatoes at the end. No problem, buddy. Uh, I don't know why you're carrying it around in the first place. Uh, don't you think that the innkeeper will be a little uh, perturbed by the smell? It smells worse. Wouldn't make a difference. Fair. <laughs> I know two syllable words now. <laughs> oh shit. See, I thought I was holding you back. Crap, he's evolving. <laughs> Is the bird watching us debate this? Well, yeah. Uh, well, the the bird, the bird. I imagine this conversation is kind of going on at the same time. Yeah, Cecil's gonna like snap his fingers at the bird. Hey, hello. I'm the magical one. Talk Jerry's to me. Gonna, Jerry's gonna put his hand over Cecil's face and like push away. I'm too Hi. tall for that. Well, he's gonna reach up the- and like as far as you can go, probably his hands covering like your chin and your throat, and just like push you away. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hey. Hello. Did, did you speak last time? Bird, bird twists his head and he goes, Can can I have the body, please? Yes, I offered who's, it to who, you and you said jack shit. Who, who, who's bot? Who's, what body? Yeah, I, I take, don't see a body. Uh, there's only like these thugs. Here, there's a sharkly brother and there's another hardened thug and there's a hardened thug. Do you want those corpses? You can not. have those. Mouse. 
What mouse? It was a mouse. Did you guys kill a mouse? Y'all killed a mouse? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Where the mouse? Y'all killed a mouse? Hang, hang on, let me get that mouse. Bird's like, does this thing shut up? I just like the mouse. Yeah, you can take it and keep the handkerchief too. Yeah, carry it as a little bindle. So he picks it up with his claws and just immediately flies to like the nearest roof to the north. You guys drops it and uh, he comes down with an earshot and he says, uh, says you, you, you know, you know, you've made enemies with the rat catchers, right? No, I have no idea what the fuck happened. We're just going to go rescue Asa or whatever. Right. Um, ignore him. Who he are just they? Turns and flies away. Fine. Be that way. Super rude. Whatever. I don't even care. Let's go, guys. Okay, where are we going? Why would kill? Why would killing a rodent make us enemies with rat catches? Well, clearly they were a secret society, Cecil. Gosh, you never pay attention. This is why I don't like hanging out with you. Let's move. Callan's gonna pull out his uh, his rubber chicken and squeak it and start stomping, <laughs> stomping down the uh, the street towards. Whatever direction, because he's got no sense, and uh, we'll <laughs> just try to make his way to the inn with Athar's body. Hey, you Kellen, you sure that is the right way? Don't know. Don't care. But that is a good point. Let us go. <laughs> uh, Borner will follow after him. Yeah, you guys have quite a way to go with this thing. Excuse me, uh, pardon me, uh, coming through, naked guy. Don't mind the butt. <laughs> Move out of the way. <laughs> so we have Wait, to make our what? way all the way back down to downtown. Oh shit, that's a long way. Yeah, you guys are like a quarter way around the island. Yeah. Is there a safe spot between? We haven't really found any other safe havens. If any, would be considered a safe haven here in Festival. Oh, a safe spot. I thought, like, you said a save spot, and I yeah, was like... Too. We're <laughs> like... <laughs> that is also We've moved into Final Fantasy. Yeah, one of those little floaty diamonds that goes... Be- <laughs> <laughs> you step into it, or, like, we go talk to a Moogle. Um, so where Should on just- this map, Melkor, do we need to get to? I think we were around the Licorice, and then we need to return... Well, so there's the... Sp- there's Blackfinger, oh, that's but right. we're going back if we want to dump the body. Alright, um, could I petition that if we're all lost, can we just roll a dice and see where we end up? Because if we have no idea where to go, we really shouldn't be looking at a map and saying we go this way, because if we're lost... You're not lost, you just can't decide which way to go. Fine, whatever. Callan's walking in a random direction, and you, you really shouldn't be following Callan either, so... <laughs> hey, we're following Callan. Callan's lost. Roll a dice. Uh- Okay. You want me to roll Melkor? Uh, I mean, are, are you just ra- like really randomly just walking into the island? Oh, yeah, because <laughs> Callan has no sense of direction. No one's going to stop him? No. I'm conflicted. It it seems most of the party wants to do this, but Bornor probably wouldn't do this. No, I want to just go back to the inn and resume the plot. Uh, okay. I think it's that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Cam will say, all right, and then he'll start walking in the direction you pointed. That was another two-syllable word, ladies and gentlemen. So you guys, you guys are heading back. You head to the um, uh, the turnstile that leads to the Circus Macabre. So you guys eventually get to the, the turnstile. Um, you find the, the building that you've been uh, allowed to sleep in. Um, 
uh, door is open. You know, you've got some clowns walking around. It's probably, I would say, mid-morning. Maybe, maybe close to noon at this point. All right, we'll I'll walk up to the room. Maybe we just throw a sheet over him. I mean, I'm not as if any of the other denizens here smell any worse than a rotting corpse. Yes. Uh, they may charge us extra if we want to keep a corpse in the room. Will we just say it was? <laughs> we'll just say it isn't ours. Don't worry, I'll ask at the reception. Can Jerry go in and ask whether we can keep a sack of potatoes in our room? Sure. Uh, describe Athar to me, though. What does Athar look like? How are you guys keeping him? I'm assuming it's a naked body slung over Kellen's shoulder, but Jerry will specifically ask if we can keep a sack of potatoes in our room. Yeah, he's a naked shepherd with blonde hair. He's been gutted, right? Who's, who has been stabbed <laughs> in the chest. Oh yeah, he has been Very gutted. visibly. He's just got this big gaping chest wound. Okay. Alright, yeah, so you walk in and ask him, and he's like, why, why are you storing potatoes? I don't... Can't store any here. Uh, Callan's got uh, a little bit of a hunger, you see, and he wants to keep us potato somewhere. I've fucking fallen back into Scottish. God damn it. <laughs> it. Need to not play dwarf. As as she's saying that, Callan's just going to walk straight past in, into the room upstairs. Oh, where are you going with that, big boy? You got food for the owl bear? Yeah. This, this isn't where you bring it. That's the potatoes I told you about. I, uh. I see his meat and potatoes, I see it. But yes, you can't store that here. Oh, okay. Hey, you figure it out. I'll wait for you outside. So you're gonna you're gonna have to do something with it, I gotta call the guard. Like I said, you can feed it to the owl bear. Help you get rid of that corpse. I'm already past. Unless he tries to stop me. He did love he did love animals. He'd be going back to the earth after a fashion. Yeah, he will. He will let you go up. Okay, I'll go into the room, uh, uh, lay his body down, and then cover it with a blanket, and then come back downstairs if nobody else wants to go back up. After walking downstairs from the room, uh, Callan will pull out his shovel and point it at the innkeep and say, "Keep Athar safe." Yes, of course I am. Yes. He says, thanks. Be back soon. Bye. Okay, we'll see you real soon. Yeah, as as uh, as he leaves, then I'm just going to say a little bit more um, amiably to the man. Um, uh, this is a... Uh, let me try. Uh, this is a private private matter. Uh, we'll take care of it real soon. Like, give him a little thumbs up. Oh, no, that's fine. I understand. Winks at you. He's... he's going to call the guard. Look, if you want, you can just feed him to the owlbear. I mean, it's... Uh, our fellow he has a short attention span. He'll forget. <laughs> he's the only one who cares, really. All right. Uh, don't worry, I'll take care of it. You'll, you'll be fine. Well, thank you. Wait, did... Did Cecil just give him permission to feed the corpse the owl bear? Sort of. Yes. <laughs> I assume Bornor has already. I'm gonna say Bornor walked out and expected uh, Cecil to follow him, so he didn't hear that. Yeah. So Cecil uh, steps out, 
Puts his hands on his hips, looks up and down at the end. Well, I'm not sure we can ever come back here. Anyhow, anyone feeling lonely on dead brothel time? Well, it'll be just like my childhood. Sure, off we go. Agnes. Cool. What's wrong with you? She did. She may have died uh, and resurrected as an undead prostitute. It's an awful concept, I think. That's good news, right? Uh, grunt, grunt, grunt. Okay. Cecil's going to resume anyway, because he's... Athar has only been a dead weight in the party. It's his, uh... <laughs> his belief. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so you guys are... Um, are you heading your way to Blackfinger? Doing something else? Yes, please. Going bowling? Okay. Alright, everyone roll a secret door check. Mm. I rolled a three. What is your... Um, what's your value for that cap? I got a one. So... Okay. Um, it has me at 1d6. Is this active when I'm rolling? Okay. So you're 1 out of 6? Uh, not active. Okay, it's just... Cecil mix misses it. I rolled a 5. I got a 1 with a 2 and 6. Okay. Yeah, see, so you guys are walking. Um, Kellen, at some point, you kind of get the feeling that you're being followed. I would say about... You guys get about halfway there, you know, further than you were uh, when you saw the child. About halfway there. Um, and then... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, if I feel like we're being... If, I'm being... if we're being watched or followed, with everything that's been going on already, Callan will stop in his tracks and just look around. As soon as you stop, the feeling kind of goes away. And... Uh, the crowd. I mean, you can't pinpoint anybody in the crowd. Okay. Um, uh, Callan will then kind of brush up to everybody and say, Somebody's watching us. Did you catch them in your periphery, Mr. Chameleon? What? What's a chameleon? Never mind. How can you be sure we're being followed? I felt... felt it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cecil looks around behind us. Yeah, you don't see anything. I mean, it's just... There's, there's, there's a lot of people around. If somebody was following you, they could very easily blend into the crowd. Uh, uh, you, you watch. Keep walking. Well, perhaps we've attracted the eye of the gods after all, but... We do have enough money that I think we can, um, make friends. Let's go. Hmm. So you guys keep walking through, uh, through the licorice district. Smells like licorice. Licorice. Um, licorice. Lick, licorice sounds like a, um... Pokemon. Licorice-flavored dishwasher fluid. Uh, gross. Right? Liquish, your dish is clean. Why would you? Right. Now, why would you flavor dishwasher fluid for That's kids to eat? Just like Tide. Yeah, right? right. For YouTube fame. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So you guys, you guys go by uh, the licorice district. You, um, you know, you see the uh, the, the stacks of, of houses and buildings just kind of haphazardly thrown together in the center of the island, and. Um, 
you eventually get to uh, to what you're told is is Blackfinger. Um, it's uh, I assume are, are you guys going to approach? Yeah, I think we should uh, head straight there now. Um, especially if we think that we're being followed, um, it would be better to get to a destination where there is an established power already, um, since we don't know who it is that's following us, and they may be less apt to do whatever it is they intend to do if we're in a place where they might upset a third party. So yeah, you guys get the Blackfinger. It's about a quarter mile of, of iron timber, rust, and, and rope just kind of stretch across the uh, across the line. Um, you can see like an army of stalls and, and events, and, and there's, there's all sorts of stuff going on. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of like the uh, little shacks are like um, uh, like like bamboo scaffolds, um, and uh, you know you you kind of have the scaffolding going across the uh, the iron beams. Uh, across the water um it's a pretty happening place pretty busy lots of stalls um what do you guys want to do we've got the got the map here for a visual i'm assuming there's a crowd around these stalls and buildings and so on yes are there kids in this crowd probably all right jerry's gonna look at each and every individual kid to see if it's the kid that ran away from him earlier okay uh, roll a d6. I rolled a six. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I imagine you're just kind of looking around, spinning all these kids. Like, no, it's not him. Damn it. Yeah, no, you don't recognize him. Well, I'm just going to keep doing that from Island Island. Okay. That's what Jerry's doing. Do it to it. Is there any reaction from the crowd at a strange man uh, grabbing and handling children nearby the zombie brothel? Or... This festival happens every day. <laughs> no, you see, you see people, right? You see people like grabbing their kids and pull them away. Um, and you mentioned that there was a, uh, um, some kind of feature here where it was easy to fall off to the water below. Yeah, you've basically got these giant iron beams that go across. Um, so you know you've got you've got this when one part of the island goes out like a few hundred feet. Um, and then from there, it looks like, like I said, it, it's kind of like, like a, like someone started building a bridge and then they stopped halfway. Um, so you've got these iron beams that go across, they have like some bamboo platforms on them. Uh, at some points, you know, it's just naked iron beams. Um, but you know, another few hundred feet out there, uh, you have, um, uh, another small island, the set of three islands that all have little shacks and buildings on them. Um, what is the width of the, uh, of the beams at the, um, least developed points? Um, well, for the most part, they're about 10 feet wide. Um, there are some points, and I, I guess it really wouldn't be, like, if you guys are going straight across, it's about 10 feet wide. Um, if you can look to, like, some, some beams kind of jutting off to the side, they're probably, you know, some of them as, as uh, narrow as, like, three feet. Hmm. What, uh, time of day is it by now? Uh, I'd say probably early afternoon, maybe two. We'll say two. Okay. Um, Cecil, I think while we're sizing up the dock, is going to turn to the rest of the party, and he's going to ask. So now that the crusade is dead, 
Perhaps we should reconsider our tack and go at the more polite time of the evening. Uh, that's not a bad idea. Uh, but, and I look around, uh, we'd probably have to stay somewhere around here. Hmm. Yes, perhaps we're driven into a hole now. Callan's gonna look at Cecil. So you're saying we should delay? Uh, Callan's just gonna look at Cecil and shrug. Jerry has no opinion, either way. Just wants to find his kid. Nobody's gonna stop him, he's just gonna keep looking. Uh, maybe we should find some place a little bit more inland to, uh, wait around. Maybe there's somewhere to eat around here that doesn't serve rats on a stick. Wonder if the mouth of the bordello, an acceptable neutral ground, some place where our pursuers don't want to go, but not exactly trespassing on Madame Spindleshank. We are trapped between a rock and a hard place. Or an island in this instance. You know what? I'd rather be on ground where we can see them coming. Let's go to the Blackfinger. Otherwise they're going to ambush us in the crowds. Um, Cecil's going to start walking out onto the dock. Callan will lumber after him. Yep, Boronor is going to go along with him. Do I see them going off, or...? Uh... I would say so. Fine, I'll follow. Why do I even hang out with this group anyways? I just need to find my child. This child can't just be wandering around here without parents, without supervision. Look at the trouble he got himself into. I should just hang out with underage kids. <laughs> I imagine that because the population of this island is like at least 50% halfling, it'd be very hard to tell. Like you spin somebody around to like 57 years old. Are you my child? Get out of here. <laughs> spin another around. Mommy, help me. <laughs> right. Spin a third around. It's a it's a guy with mutton chops. Mommy, help me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want right. to be my new mommy? <laughs> <laughs> He's a halfling dressed as a baby <laughs> with mutton chops. <laughs> he spits out his pacifier. Goo goo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you guys, you guys head out. You um, uh, you you hit the first of the three islands, and there is um, again a, a few a few small shacks and things in there. There is what looks like a restaurant. Uh, it's called the Squealy Piglet, and then you can see the uh, the bridge continues on to island two and three. Is it under the black thing? Um. Cecil, I guess, will start finding a place where... Uh, does the boardwalk continue over each island and, like, have a place where there's, um... There would be an underside where the beams go into the beach where it slopes down into the shore? Um, there is, from, from the height... Uh, from the height of the islands, at least where you are, and, um... And and the uh, the boardwalk, uh, yeah, they would they would be at least ten feet to the water, so there could very easily be an underside. Okay, um, Cecil will uh, look over the edge and then look at Bornar. You're uh, acrobatic. Do you want to go check if that's where the entrance is? 
Uh, I don't really like to be volunteered for things like that. But, yeah, I can take a look. Okay. So, where where are you looking? Are you looking on the uh, on the actual boardwalk, or are you looking uh, on the island itself? So, I would have I would have stopped around here, where they were saying on the and like so. There's technically one, two, three, four, five locations that could be if the if the um, description of the entrance they described to us is like under the boardwalk. Like where, like, in the where the bridge meets land. Yeah, where the bridge meets land. If that's inaccurate, I don't remember for sure. Uh, so Bornor is, um, if we are at such a point where the bridge meets land, and it is not uh, absolutely clear that there's nothing down there. Probably this eastmost one. Yeah. So you, um, then, you're uh, like, like I said, there's there's three, like it's a finger. So there's, there's three islands going out. So you guys are stopped at this point on the the third from the end, the first from the mainland. Um, if you try to get a view underneath, you're not necessarily going to see land, but you are going to see that there are supports that go uh, into the water from there. Okay. Um, in fact, yeah, I'll have uh, Borno roll a secret door check. Oh, right. That's literally what that's for. Um, I rolled a three. Okay. All right. So you can see that there are structures underneath the island, uh, but you can't necessarily make out what there are. It doesn't look like there's any obvious place to get there from here. Almost looks like basements, too. Uh, you know, you've got the one, the one giant restaurant there. Uh, it looks like uh, there could be like a basement to that and then there are a few other like random uh uh it looks like buildings kind of tacked onto the bottom so um Bornor sort of i assume he's like down on his hands and knees looking over the edge of the uh boardwalk to get this look stands back up uh there isn't any way from here to get uh get over there and i'm not sure if that's actually the entrance Perhaps we should ask people nearby. Hey, that restaurant, the Piglet, I wonder if our friend Acer is in there. Some guy in the crowd's like, are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, we haven't really had a real meal in a while. Why don't we sit down to eat? What exactly do you think they'd be serving in there? Pork. Or close enough to it. Long pork, perhaps. I don't know, I'm starving. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. Long pig. Um, Callan's gonna pull out his rubber chicken and point at the restaurant and sweet at it and say, Here, eat. <laughs> eat, squeak. By Jove, I think he's got it. Yes, let's go. He lumbers in <laughs> with his rubber chicken, squeaking away with every step. Cool. Shovel on his back. Sherry will follow. This is what happens to the bodies they can't make into prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Secret burgers. Um, uh, yeah, I think... So Cecil's idea here is... Um, we spend a few hours towards uh, sundown. And then, uh, since that's supposed to be when the um, workers of the bordello go on their rounds, I, we start at least... 
uh, we can begin asking around for um, audience with Spindle Spindleshank herself. Okay. So yeah, so you go in there. It's it's pretty busy. Like the the lunch rush is over. Um, place is relatively messy. Um, you see like a um, uh, a human uh, behind the counter. He's just like angrily cleaning out glasses. Um, you've got a few barmaids kind of working around and uh, a few people eating. A couple of empty tables. And we'll sit at the closest one. That's clear. That's empty. <laughs> Close <to> one, empty. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> this is my table! Squeak, squeak! <laughs> I'd give it to him. Um, okay. Yeah, so you, you sit down and one of the um, uh, one of the one of the barmaids comes over and she's like uh, not uh, kind of dirty looking. I mean, it's somebody you probably wouldn't want serving you food, but... Uh, she comes over she's like, yeah, what do you have? Do you have anything? You know what? I'll just take two of your cheapest meals, just as long as it doesn't have potato in it. Don't know. I'm not really feeling tonight. Well, we got potatoes, potatoes, lobster, potatoes, and spam. That's only got a little potatoes in it. I'll take the lobster without the potatoes. <laughs> you got it. Thanks. Turns and walks away. Soup. Wait, but what about the rest of it? You're terrible, not important enough. Terrible service. Clearly. <laughs> Kellen will yell out soup. <laughs> oh, you want something too? <laughs> Goes back. What, what would you like? Soup. soup. Alright, you got it. You look like a soup guy. Alright. Tightens the nuts and bolts on his brace. <laughs> you too? <laughs> Where's yours? Where's your brace? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in the back. Uh, what about you guys? You have any food? I'll get the um, spare ribs, the pork stuffed potato, the pork bun, the um, hmm, let's see. Uh, He'll have the soup too, please. Yes, pork soup. <laughs> All right. So. Uh. Uh, I'll take whatever is uh. The least rotten, and a drink that's alcoholic enough not to get me sick, but not alcoholic enough that I'll survive drinking it. You got it. The hey, daintiest uh, orc. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, what are table manners? So we don't we don't see a lot of orcs around here. Where are you from? Uh, another part of the blight, originally. Oh, I'm from another part of the blight. Whereabouts? Uh, <laughs> that part over there, Avenue. Oh, I see. Well, what brings you to the Blackfinger? Uh, this one right here, uh, the annoying one. Uh, he's he's got a real thing for uh, and he leans in real close and he's like, zombie prostitutes. Oh, <laughs> I was about to speak in euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> then I just came out and said it. <laughs> she kind of like she doesn't quite finish the sentence. She's like, "Oh, all right, I'll get you your food, um, guys," and she walks away. You know, uh, at that moment, if she looks over at Cecil, he's like looking at the if there's like stencils of the menu, he's like licking his lips because <laughs> he really wants some meat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
All right. Uh, yeah, so relatively quiet. Uh, have everyone roll uh, another uh, secret door check. Secret door check. Ooh. Secret door check. Three for Jerry. Cecil gets the three. I rolled a three. I only got a five. Lots of threes. I rolled them threes. Okay. Talon had to be different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so some, some time goes by, and uh, they, they bring all the food out. Um, she's got, like, help bringing uh, Cecil's food out. They got, like, three waitresses bringing everything over. Here you go. <laughs> um, and he's, he's not even going to eat all of it. He's going to, like, nibble at each plate and leave so much food waste. Because he's the worst person. If Talon so, sees him do that, he's going to finish his soup and then take whatever leftover food Cecil has and then smash it underneath his spade and try and <laughs> shove it in between his base and his teeth. <laughs> Big spoon more efficient. Smush your meat, Cecil. Smush it easier to eat. <laughs> so the uh, the guy from behind the bar walks over and... Uh, comes to see you and says, hey, yeah, my, my waitress here told me you guys weren't from around here. What are, what are you guys doing uh, on Blackfinger? We're looking for ladies of the night, of a certain extreme and perhaps deceased type of service. I get what you're getting at. All right, yeah, that's what I was told. I just wanted to make sure that's what you needed. Uh, yeah, maybe I can help you out. Uh, grease the wheels a little bit, if you know what I mean. <coughs> and he holds his, hold his hand out. Um, sh- darn, illusionist, or can I intuit what is an appropriate bribe? Um, yeah, you could probably give him a, a couple of silver. He'd probably be happy with it. Um, you know what? We only have... Uh, we only <laughs> have... Cover. 300 we only have like 300 platinum <laughs> or wait no i think some of that is 30 gold yeah okay uh i do have 0.2 gold so two silver thank you uh his palms are already very greasy He's yeah be uh, so good at greasing right. wheels <laughs> Boom. oh shit i need more they went flying um uh yeah yes yeah, so you guys wait here for a little bit <clears throat> and I'll come. I'll come get you. All right. Enjoy. Enjoy the meal. I uh, see you helping yourself there. It's good food. Not sure. No, I understand why you got the soup, but uh, yeah, enjoy the soup. Uh, <laughs> 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 huh? well, things are about to get better or worse, or certainly interesting. Right. So he turns and uh, he walks behind the bar and just kind of does his thing. So. Uh, unless you guys do anything, you know, plenty of time passes. Do you have any family in the city, Jerry? No. Maybe. Why do you ask? Well, I'm wondering if we can possibly get more dwarf enforcers, to be honest, but also, you seem quite maudlin. Perhaps we could... No, 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 Cecil. No, no, I'm not introducing any of my family to you. No, no, no. Does that, I suppose? Yes. If they do live here, they can live here quietly in peace without ever, ever hearing or seeing your little face in their lives. 
without you ever darkening their doorstep. Thank you. As much as I appreciate your presence, and I do, I would never inflict you upon anybody else. He, like, he looks at Boronor, leans across the table, and puts his hand in front of his mouth. Is, is he going poet? This is unusually eloquent for him. Uh, maybe it was something in the food. Twas the lobster, settled here. So the, uh, the bartender comes out. I'd say it's probably about an hour or so. I would think they'd clean some of the plates up. Um, and uh, he says, alright, uh, come with me. And he'll start walking into what looks like a back room of the restaurant. Sexual shrugs either are about to die or meet our intended person. Um, <laughs> or both. And uh, he will go in the back because desperate for adventure. Callan sees Cecil stand up and he'll wipe his greasy hands all over his corduroys, wipe whatever meat chunks are on his braces, grab his shovel, squeaky chicken, and lumber after him. Nice new stains. Yeah. Um, Bornor is going to follow along, but uh, I would say while he's been sitting and as he's going through the uh, restaurant, he is uh, just paying passively attention to what people are saying. Oh, um, by the way, how much for the meal? Uh, five silver. Speaking of the meal, as everyone's leaving, Jerry's gonna take a look at the table with all these dishes that I assume are like, not even half eaten, just barely touched, and say, like, unthinkingly, Astar would have hated this. Wait a minute. Who? Wait. I can't. Ah. Ah. Must have been. Change of thought. And he will walk after Boroner. Has Cecil seen people tipping? Are we in tipping a, over. Are we in a, are we in a tip <laughs> economy? Trying to get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. People have been tipping. Okay. So he'll. I completely he'll... thought you meant like like losing verticality. He leaves an extra two silver. Can can I make a hear sounds check to represent having listened during the meal and listening to other patrons as I walk by them? Sure, go ahead. I rolled a one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it. you don't hear anything that sticks out. It seems like a lot of these people are... Either people that frequent the area or um, kind of tourists. Nobody, you know, you don't hear the word zombie brothel. You don't hear anything along those lines. Damn. There are plenty of people that are excited to be at the Squealy Pig. Squealy Piglet. Then Boronor feels safe, confident, and like nothing could go wrong as he follows behind Callan to the background. He's doing that. He's doing that Blake gangster walk again. <laughs> taking yep. up as much fucking space as possible swinging his arms <laughs> he like fails to go through the door two times <laughs> before he walks in sideways right. yes that is exactly what happens because <laughs> I like that <laughs> uh, you guys go back there it's clearly there's a kitchen you guys uh, especially with that amazing hear sounds track uh, you would hear a squealing of uh, some kind of piglish animal 
piggish animal. Um, he, uh, the, the bartender walks you over kind of to, to a back room, opens the door. He steps inside and it looks like there's a, uh, a hatch that goes down. He reaches down, opens the hatch and steps back away. And the, the squealing is coming from uh, the room to the west. So he opens this room to where the hatch is, and then there's another door on the western end of the room where you can hear squealing behind. So the squealing's coming from behind him, and he's standing next to the hatch in the room we're looking into. Yes. Okay. Is it... Hmm... Actually, he did grow up in a rural rural area, although I don't know how much swine herds were part of the Wiccan economy. Can Cecil tell the difference between a pig that is stuck and a pig being slaughtered? Now, I don't mean like as... stuck as in being stabbed. I mean like a pig that wants to get out of a room or something. Okay. Um... Yeah, I would. I would imagine you could tell the difference. Um, yeah, the, the the pig sounds distressed, like it's like it's about to be slaughtered, kind of distressed. But you don't see anybody around that could be slaughtering this pig. And is it is it Acer? Okay, um, real quick, um, Cecil will attempt to use illusionist skills to shake the guy's hand and get him to uh, leave us to go down the hatch on our own. Twelve. Shit. Alright, so he's he's gonna, he shakes the guy's hand and he's like, well, I'm sure we'll find our way on our own now. Should uh, go back to the bar, yeah? Alright. Yeah. Best of luck to you. And he'll turn and turns and walks away. Alright. Chessel uh, looks sheepish, shrugs. I guess it worked. Um, <laughs> he's going to quickly open the squealy pig door. Okay. Uh, you open it up, and it looks like it's um, uh, it's it's not really a cage. It's like a, well, I'm sorry, it's not really a pen. It's like a cage that this animal is in, um, and it looks tied down. It almost looks like it's been tortured. Is your name Asa? Are you a talking pig? Pig stops and looks at you. Yes, who sent you? I don't know his name. My associate killed him, but I'm not going to kill you. What? <laughs> at least not intentionally. Uh, he's. Is, does this room have a window? Uh, yeah. Alan's thoroughly confused. Alright, <laughs> um. Is he seeing him talk to this pig in the room around the corner? Uh, Cecil will look over his <laughs> shoulder. Born all your shop, keep a lookout. Um, he's gonna go in, uh, check this pig's cage. Is it, like, properly locked or just a latch that requires thumbs to operate? Um, it's, it's a latch, but it's, I mean, it's, it's got a, it's got a lock on it. Right. Um, he raises his hand, clenches it in a fist, because he has to ask for help, uh, turns around. Borno, you're, you're thieves here, right? Uh, what are you trying to imply? <laughs> well, this, this is lock, and we'll see if... Well, I would not, I'd rather not start a gang war with a bunch of talking animals, or what the fuck ever. We have enough enemies as, as it is. So, um, 
Help me, please. Yeah. I've picked a few locks in my day. Move out of the way. Um. And so while he's while he's working, he uh, he kneels down and looks at. So um, real misunderstanding. You see, we've got this um very strong but sort of damaged in the head friend. Um, he yeah. Uh, well, you see, we, we lost another of our party, and he was very distraught, and he saw a talking animal and didn't know what to do about it. So, um, yeah, you're probably a mouse friend you might know. He, uh, he sort of struck him. Um, but before that happened, he did ask us to come help you. And I can only hope that goodwill of talking animals is beneficial. Well, um... Did the did the mouse come via burn? See, well, um, where, where do you plan to go? I, mean, I, I guess how do you plan to leave here? We hadn't really figured that out. Um, we want to go speak to a Madame Spindleshank. Ah, yes. Well, get me out of here first, please. By the way, who are the rat catchers? Rat catchers. Well, they are, and he turns a little pig head around. Well, they're uh, a secret organization that um, uh, is trying to trying to. Uh, they work for the royal family, from what I understand. They're, they're, they're trying to uh, show this island for what it really is. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, my my only contact is a woman named Eleanor. <laughs> We know a woman named Eleanor. Did did she uh did she explain things very poorly, help you out in a tight spot, and then give you a bunch of money or something yeah, similar? Terrible ex- uh, <laughs> worst, worst quest giver I've ever met. Right. <laughs> One star out of uh, five on Yelp. <laughs> uh, I hate to interrupt. Uh, but uh, these uh kitchen utensils I was trying to finagle with are uh little bit not uh, thin enough for the job here. And I, I don't actually have any uh, lock picks on me. Does anyone here have anything that would be a little bit more uh, uh, nimble? Um, Cecil pinches his nose and then um, pulls pulls Callan inside, shuts the door and points at his shovel and then at the lock and it's like this lock said Athbar was dumb huh? <laughs> <laughs> he squishes the pig Warnor steps out of the way <laughs> crushes the pig with a hammer <laughs> oh. oh no he'll he'll look at the lock and then look at the pig and then look back at C- Cecil and then back at the pig <laughs> And then back at the lock, and he says, What? Locks don't talk. This one does. He's very mean. Jerry heard the word Athdar and just shook his head. What the his only is weakness is a shovel. Weird. He'll, he'll, uh, he'll kneel down, look at the, the lock and inspect it a little bit, kind of like, like flop it up and down, like, No, I don't think so. You're lying. He's too scared of you. He knows you're the only one who can undo him. 
Jerry will look inside the room and say, Oh, is that a talking lock? Cool, I haven't seen one of those in ages. Uh, smash the lock. Yes, please. Just smash the lock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, roll an attack against it. All right. Callan the Callus versus attacks. There we go. All right. Take a spade. Lock. Two hit four. If that hits, I did two damage. Where was your Where's your epic mouth slang accuracy when we need it? All right. <laughs> it it hits, but it just kind of like bangs against the cage and makes a bunch of noise. Oh, and then you can see Callan tenses up. He's a like, stupid lock, and then I'll smash it again. Just keep wagging it over and over. Ah! <laughs> Bornor is going to be moving towards the door where the guy came came through. Um, expecting the conflict. Cecil, I have a question. Uh, yes? Why are we trying to uh, um, steal this pig when we can just buy another one and exchange it? Well, we'd have to train that one to talk. Also, um, I really Does don't Does the owner want- know it can talk? I don't want to piss off a organization that works for the Queen. Oh, goodness, you're making a racket. Is is he making any progress? Uh, no, there's, there's a natural one in there. Uh, I haven't addressed that one yet. Um, so, w- with the natural one, like, the back half of the cage starts breaking and, and falling in, but not really to a point where you could pull it out. Just kind of, like, breaking and falling down towards the pig. Count's getting progressively more frustrated and angrier and swinging higher and harder and wider with every other swing. So I swing twice more, once with a 14 and then another with a 17 to hit. Yeah, with with that 17, you break the lock. And from behind you, up the up the doorway. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You see this woman, and she's she's veiled in black, um, and she has a very potent, like, cologne fragrancy odor. Um, but you know, she she smells like death. Like she just doesn't smell good. She's you can tell she's trying to cover it. So she's got a she's got a black veil with like the um, whatever you call it over her face. So you can't quite you can't quite see her face. I mean, you can see that there's somebody there, obviously. But um, she comes up. She goes, "What on earth are you doing with my pig?" Huh? What? Uh. Uh. He'll point his squeaky chicken at Cecil. Squeak, squeak. Cecil holds his hands up at chicken point. Uh. <laughs> are you Madam Spindleshank? Uh, I, I I am. Who's asking? Oh, hey, we've been meaning to look for you. Hi, I'm Jerry. Cecil Plum, um, current instrument of the Thieves' Guild. Unwilling. Um, we're out of town, as you see, and we're trying our hand at some of the local politics. It's uh, all very, very confusing for a bunch of country bumpkins like us. Um, we we heard that you were a person in the know, and of uh, some import, um, but also a talking mouse asked us to uh, free a talking pig, and I must sound mad. Anyhow, um, we didn't know it was yours. 
we just thought this business might be um, adjacent to your bordello. Okay. She she's gonna stop, like very gently. She's gonna put her hand on on Callus's shoulder, and she goes, "Can you be a darling and, and grab the pig and take him downstairs with me, please?" Yeah. Uh, Callan will shrug away from her. And, Who are you? And then he'll look frustrated at Cecil, just extremely confused at what to do. Sorry, you, you, you broke his pen. I, I would like to take him downstairs. I, I, have a, I have one down there. I can keep him in. Do hurry. Is yeah. The way he's tied down, is it like secured to the um, cage? Uh, no, at this point, with that, with that 17, I'll say that you guys broke the latch off. So the door at this point can open up. Like the back half of the cage is clearly damaged, but you could open the door and take it out. Can we take the pig out? Yes. Okay. Um, Cecil is going to pick up Acer eagerly, whisper into the pig's ears, Don't worry, I know what I'm doing. Um, uh, which may be a reassurance to the pig. What it really means is I'm going to go until I figure out which side I'm better off helping. Um, just, just sit tight. Uh, he's gonna... <laughs> And he will, uh, he will walk into the room, uh, do a head bow to Madame Spindleshank, um, uh, just, uh, hop down this hatch here. Yes, please, yes. Alrighty. Um, he's gonna carry the pig underarm. I don't know how fucking heavy this animal is. I have an 11 strength, <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah, so you can carry him. Okay. That's all right. A little, little, little uncomfortable, but you can do it. Um, so you, you get down, you, you, you're climbing down the ladder, sort of like stair ladder kind of deal. Um, and you see this basically you're, it goes down to the top of like a giant cube building, but surrounding the building looks like an old carousel. Um, but on the carousel, it's moving. It's not making any, well, it's making noise, but not like playing music. Um, it's spinning around and it's full of like shards of metal like um like uh, uh broken sheet metal and and other random uh metal very sharp items spinning around in circles around this building and uh so she she's like it's just uh, take him down we're gonna go down the next hatch we can just put him in there that's fine does did she come from the same direction that Boronor was in, or is he kind of off at the no. entryway to the restaurant? Yeah, you're at the entryway to the restaurant. She came up the stairs slash ladder. So is it possible they don't notice that I'm there? She doesn't. Um, because I would have been silently listening to this. I know. I started. I know. Callan and Cecil were definitely caught out. I don't know about Jerry and Boronor. Anything's possible. Boronor's probably in the best position, although Jerry was like. Sort of in the hallway. Yeah, and uh, he Jerry addressed her also. Oh right, right. Um, he introduced he introduced himself. Yeah, I imagine Bornor was um, waiting by the entrance to the restaurant in case the man who worked behind the counter came back. And at some point, probably late into this conversation, he came back down the hallway, saw a strange woman and Cecil bringing a pig into the basement, and decided that he should remain hidden smart 
All right, so who is who is going down? Just I'm uh, follow uh after. Cecil has been trailblazing with a pig so far. This is my new artwork. Hang on. Okay. So that's that's the top of the building that it lands on, and that is the sharp ass carousel. So, yeah, big square building, about ten feet up. You can tell that there's a inside of what you're on. Um, there is a ladder that goes down the side, and there's a hatch that goes down into the the room in the middle. Very uh, intriguing location you've got here, madam. Yes, it keeps keeps away the uh, unwanted guests and. Um, uh, you know, we, we we get to take care of uh, uh, we get to take care of Crowley's old uh, unwanted guests as well. Crowley. Oh, he's the oh, he never introduced himself. That's that's the man upstairs that told you to come see me. Are we unwanted guests, Crabley. No, he said you were asking for me. Good, good. Sorry, I just didn't want to end up being Longpok. Uh, anyhow, <sighs> by the way, is it Longpok? Um, the stuff upstairs? Yeah. No, no, no. Hmm, it's a shame. It's an exotic experience. Ace of the Pig is, like, writhing, trying to get out of your arms. Like, he's not happy he's going down there. Doesn't trust me anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she walks over and she goes, Oh, hey, little piglet. Are you gonna talk for the new guests? No? All right. Yes. Um. Yeah. We'll take take the pig inside. I have I have a um, I have a cage for him. Um. We'll we'll lock him in there, and and we can we can talk. I, I hear that. I, I hear you came in asking about uh, was it zombie prostitutes? Something along those lines. And uh, well, let's not beat around the bush. I don't think that you're necrophiliacs. Um. But we can we can talk business. Um. Yes. You see, well, yes, uh, let me take care of the pig first. Um, he will uh, go down the ladder again with the squealing pig. Um, okay. Where's the where's this uh, cage? Uh, yeah, you, you go inside. It's it's a really nice looking room. I mean, it's it's like it's made out. It's like her little boudoir. Like it's just this really nice looking furniture and things in it. The floorboards, though, are kind of like made out of like rickety boards and like uh, like random timber and stuff like that. So it's not the most well. It, it's stable, but it's definitely like a, a, a random shit making this place together. But everything that's inside is beautiful, very nice. Um, so there's there's a little it's like ghetto chic. Yeah. So th- th- there's a little there's a little cage in the corner that's that's opened up. You also see uh, on on one. On one wall, uh, and, and you're here, you're down here by yourself. You see uh, this this full size mirror, and as you as you look at it, you feel like you see the surface of the mirror start to ripple. Um, Cecil would immediately drop the pig and cover his eyes um, because he is terrified of his own reflection. Um, and probably, like, move in the opposite direction up against a wall. Okay. And, uh, take a few moments to breathe. Not going to get me this time. <laughs> no, not today. Callan's confused. And you, uh... Is Callan going down there with him? 
Oh uh, yeah, Callan would have followed after him. Um, okay. Well, Borner, I suppose it's just you and me up here. What do you say we blow this popsicle stand and go have our own gay romance? <laughs> <laughs> Not interested in you that way, sorry, buddy, buddy old boy. Uh, I didn't even say anything. <laughs> it's all right, I understand. And the voices in my head. <laughs> No, I'm not Agnes. That one's someone My else. siblings talk to me, you know. It's as if they never left. Uh. So do you want to follow, or should we just close this hatch and pretend it never happened? Uh, I think it's probably good that they have somebody on the outside, but uh, her friend there working the counter is going to let her know that it was more than two people who came back here. That's a good point. We'll have to pretend that we separated before they found the pig. Pig? What pig? There was no pig. There was only a talking lock. Yeah, right it's next to Aftar. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. There's no pig. Exist. There's no, no pig. Nothing. Um, nothing happened. Okay. Yeah, what do you guys want to do? Uh, what? Now that I've let the pig go, what is what is Acer doing? Uh, Ace is just kind of like running around, squealing very loudly. All right, so there's um, no like, there's no like BDSM cage here. No, there are there are like armoires and and closets and things that are all closed and locked. I mean, you can only imagine what's what's in those things. All right, uh, real quick, um, Cecil's gonna like sort of cat herd Acer into a corner and then try to like. Grab him by the ears and go, Listen to me. You'll be fine. I've got everything under control. I'm the wild card. Ace up the sleeve, as it were. Just do my charming and we'll all be fine. Sit tight. He will um, go back up the ladder. Beckon, beckon Callan back up. Uh, well, the, the, first thing, the first thing that you notice, though, is that... Um, before you even go up, you know, you take a, you take a, a brief, a, a brief look in the mirror and you see that your reflection's gone. You can see everything else in the room. You can see Callan, but you can't see yourself. Oh, boy. Cecil's eye twitches and he smiles to himself. Gotcha. Maybe I'm God. I don't know. Come on, Callan. Uh, okay. You go back up the stairs. In front of, in front of Cecil. Alright. Grace is like, thank you. You didn't go poking around with my things, did you? Uh, no, but, um, there might be a mess down there. Big shit. Ah. Okay. Alright, very good. Uh, I'm... So I guess we're, we're, we're being rude. You, you want to go sit down? I mean... Oh, and, and let uh, me properly introduce myself. I am Cecil Plom, formerly of Wiccan, which is now a smoldering ruin, I think. And uh, we are... Yes, please, let's go sit down. You're a very gracious hostess. Uh, she, she goes and she kind of like ducks in front of you and she climbs back down the ladder into the room. 
She's like, yeah. please do get your friends. And, uh, okay. He's yeah, he's gonna notice that Boronar and Jerry aren't here. They better still be. Um, he he will hurry up. Um, look around the corner. Um, are they still there? Don't think we've gone anywhere. Yeah, uh, Boronor would still be hiding um, in the shadows of the hallway. Psst. I'm standing over the hatch. Oh, hello. Madam is very, Madam is very polite. Certainly seems more sane than grassed. I, I suggest if we do anything, we hear her out and possibly throw a lot in with her. Anyway, we've been invited to sit down. It would be very rude to disagree. Oh, yes, my legs are feeling rather tired. Hang on, I'll be right with you. Oh, wait, did you bring the pig back up with you? I I would have yeah I would have left the pig in where she oh, okay. specified. And then, uh, Misunderstanding that. So. Good puddles. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Nah, said so I'm gone. So. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, Bornor will uh, follow with them, but he will also deny knowing anything about the pig if it comes up somehow. <laughs> I don't even know what a uh, pig is. I'm a city boy. <laughs> uh, so who's going down the ladder first? Uh, Cecil went back up to grab them. I imagine Callan would have gone down kind of exasperated with the having to go back uh, down again okay. after climbing up, but he'd be down there. Callan, Cecil, Jerry Borner. Okay. Sure. So what? Uh, In that order. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Callan goes down. I mean, there's a, there's a couple of couches on there. Um, not the cleanest things, but a uh, place to sit. Is this the same room uh, that the pig is running around? A gutted pig. Yes. Okay, Okay. cool. So we've got like a very wild-spirited Dachshund running around screaming. <laughs> is the pig still running around? Or and and you do notice, I mean, you, you understand that he can he can speak common, uh, but he's not talking. He's I mean, he's squealing a little bit, but he's calmed down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he's not he's not quite running around, but he's walking. He's very very nervous. All right, so uh, um, so Callan goes down the ladder first. Cecil, you go down, um, and you your your eyes are drawn to the mirror again, and and you, you look in, and and again you can't see yourself, but you can see you can see Callan in the mirror, um, and he looks like almost a, a totally different person, but it's still Callan. He's got he doesn't have his headgear, his brace, all that stuff on. No longer has the wonky eye. I mean, he looks like Callan in his prime. Like, I mean, he looks like a, I don't want to say normal person, but normal person. Um, <laughs> I, I know that Cecil would have looked away as fast as possible, but did he catch a different version of himself? Like, I, uh, in my trade, it says I'm terrified i have a phobia of mirrors i i imagine the root of that is him meeting his own reflection like his eyes looking himself in the eye that's what he seriously wants to avoid so a mirror that he can't see himself in actually seems all right yeah well when you first walked down there you could and then you you panicked you backed up and as you were going back up again your reflection was gone and then uh who's next jerry yep uh okay uh, okay. And then, uh, Borner comes down after that. 
So Cecil is probably like quite plainly staring at this mirror in naked awe. He's he's probably like detached from the rest of the room. But inspires comment, but I think he'll actually get closer and maybe touch its surface, sort of forgetting where he is. Callum will creep up behind him and look into the mirror behind him. And says, all born or sees is a sad clown waving back at him. <laughs> um, as you, you touch the mirror, and everybody else can see, you guys can see Cecil, Callan can see himself. Um, but Cecil, as you, as you touch it, the mirror, like the surface of the mirror kind of ripples. Like you're touching the surface of water. Does it feel anything like that tent that, um, or the the black velvet tents of the uh, of the circus macabre, um, that sort of homey feeling he got there. Is that is that at all similar? Definitely. Um, he's going to stop before crossing the threshold and um, look to uh, look to Madame Spindleshank and. Sorry, you've got um, quite a lovely piece of crystal here. Ah, yes, the mirror. Have you seen one of these? No, I don't believe I have. Well, it's, uh, it's a portal. To the between? I don't know. I haven't had the, uh... haven't felt brave enough to go in myself. Well. Some... Mind if I take a look around? Sure, go ahead. Can I go through the portal? <laughs> You're going to step in the portal? Okay. All right. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry walks up to the mirror and Stargate style passes through the glass. She's like, now please, before the rest of you leave, uh, uh. let's talk business. Is, is he going to be okay? Uh, I don't know. He can't come back. Jerry. Wait, what? <laughs> I thought that was so clearly an invitation to, but you guys can have a look instead. <laughs> All right, cool. Jerry's black hole <laughs> into nothing. Uh, <laughs> Great. Cecil. Hey, yeah, Cecil like touches a finger to his lower lip and then silently takes a seat. Uh, Callan's completely dumbfounded. Uh, 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 so we had some questions for you, uh, that, uh, do not involve why you have a portal in your basement and a basement full of pigs. Uh, it's just the one. <laughs> nonetheless, uh, Cecil. Wait, he's not a pig. Hey. No, you, you, you do the, oh, the oh, talk, and oh. I, uh... <laughs> thought you were insinuating something. Anyhow, um, you're familiar with a, uh, Mr. Eamon Grast, yes? Ah, uh, yes, and, uh, yourself as well. <laughs> um, do you know much about us? I, I do now, yes. Seems you've, seems you've angered... You've angered some of the wrong people. I feel like we've I feel only been able to do that so far. 
I, f I feel you're not not safe on this island. Hmm. Um, and if we were to um, offer our services to you, would we be any safer? Well, I'm not sure how you can help me. What would you... What can you offer me? I'm an... aspiring uh, bender of what is seen and unseen. But, uh... Like a puppet. A puppet show. A, a, a puppet show guy. Yes, yes. Oh, very good. Yeah, that would be lovely. Um, I always wanted to go to the theater district myself. Callan, uh, were he to be, um, you know, uh, guided in the right direction and um, possibly reconnected with his adopted daughter would be a quality enforcer, I expect. He's seen him knock some heads. Boranor is a born and bred green-skinned wharf rat, as in, like, sneaky and tricksy. Uh, I'm good at moving through crowds and finding things that people don't want me to find. Okay. It seems like you, you may have set some things into motion that probably shouldn't have. Uh, who killed the mouse with the shovel? Was it Jerry? Cecil looks at Callan. Callan's got his back to them, staring at the mirror, holding his chicken, looking at the mirror, looking at his chicken. He's like poking the mirror with the chicken. Oh my god, please follow. Yes. Yeah, you, as you, you're poking it with the chicken, the chicken kind of like goes in and like as you pull it, it like kind of pulls it back like... Um, uh, Gets sucked through. Like an elastic, yeah, yeah, like kind of like, you know, like it doesn't want to let go. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he steps back. He's like, Cecil, Jerry. He really didn't mean to. He looks at the chicken. The, um, <laughs> the, uh, rat catches, um, royalists, uh, so they say. Have we. St- Started a civil war or something? No, I think I think the rat catchers are making a move, though. That's going to anger all the families. I, I fear that uh, uh, the the grasts have found out your spies. Seems a uh, a literal a little bird told them. What? What? Yes, they were. We're visited by a black bird, from what I understand. We're not spies for anyone. We have no idea what the fuck is going on. Uh, I'm sure I'd like to align myself with some sort of shadow society, but as soon as I know what the fuck is at stake... Yeah, we're a uh, little in the dark about this. Well, it's... You can either take your chances up there... Or, uh, what did you come here for, anyway? Information? Uh, I don't know. A place to hide? Yeah. Wiccan? Agnes? That's what he wants. 
there's a group of people who uh, are responsible for what happened to our hometown. That's the whole reason we're involved in this. If anything, they set everything in motion. But nobody's been able to ask, answer our questions yet. I see. Well, it seems seems the only thing that I have to offer you is, is a place to hide. Um, well, you have a decision to make, and she she steps back in the room and she, she knocks on the door and she opens it up and these two more feral looking ghouls than her walk in the room and uh, she says okay ladies it's, it's dinner time eat what you wish I I am going to the between and she turns and she steps into the mirror she said she fucking hadn't been in there before what the fuck she hadn't. Apparently she lies. Uh... Ornor grabs the pig. <laughs> at this point, if you're gonna grab the pig... Alright, what are you gonna do with the pig? Uh... I'm just grabbing the pig because the other person betrayed us, and the pig mm, might not. So, <laughs> I understand it's about to be bad. Um, my intention, um, well, I was reading the situation as though we were all going to, uh, jump through the portal, because that seems to be what she was implying was our choice, was die or go through. Yes, Cecil's running for the portal. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, immediately, no, no, no consideration okay. for the others. Alan okay. is taken aback. He doesn't like that portal. Uh, Join me in oblivion. Oh, no. Let's see. I'm just going to roll a die and see what happens. I'm going to do two. On a one, he runs to the portal. Two, he stays to fight those things, I guess. Three, he chooses rubber chicken. He's got his chicken in hand, always. Uh, he looks at the portal, sees Cecil run in. Does Bornor run in too? Uh. He's frightened of both. I would say Bornor is the type who would be pausing and waiting at the edge of the portal to make sure that everyone else made it through first. Uh, he does toss the pig through after he sees Cecil go through. Are the ghouls charging at us? I assume. Uh, yes, at this point they're gonna turn to, to face you, so it is you, it is you and Bornor in the room. Uh, what are you guys gonna do? Uh, Hound's going to run in after him. Okay. Into the portal. Boronor will attempt to follow as soon as he sees him going to go through the portal. Okay. So uh, I want both of you guys to roll a save. Uh, the last two or everyone? Uh, the last two. Boronor and Kellen. Uh, I rolled a 17. Success. Nope. I rolled a 3. Okay. 
Uh, but Callan, you were going in first, right? Yes. Okay. So Callan runs by one of the ghouls, manages to to scratch his leg, uh, doing doing a uh, uh, insubstantial story-wise amount of damage. I'll say one. Um, but you feel you start feeling numb, and you you make it through the mirror, and then Borner, you make it through the mirror. And as you're as you're going through, you see you see the ghouls running, and they slam into the wall. They slam into the mirror, and you just hear a loud thud, and you hear glass breaking on the other side, and you turn around and you can see the portal you walk through, and it just dissipates. Welcome to the between. Thank you for listening to the final episode of our playthrough of the hereafter the the first book of the levy which is an adventure path put out by frog god games for the blight campaign setting now as you can see the characters have gone to a place called the between so we're going to pick up the next chapter of swords of misery in a few weeks uh july 3rd 2019 we'll be releasing uh, the next episode of the next chapter of swords of misery and we will be continuing uh, some of the characters' storyline, at least. Hang tight, stay tuned, and, and, and keep an eye out for the continuation of Swords of Misery. Slide through.